When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, good morning, everybody. BT and Sal on The Fan. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata Show. Uh, I, I think we got a good one today. Before we jump into that, uh, I want to, to send a shout-out to our guy, Sal, uh, who is, uh, and I wouldn't say this if he didn't, you know, say that it's okay to say this part about it. Uh, Sal is dealing with a a very serious family emergency, which obviously is much more important than radio, which at the end of the day means nothing. Uh, So take your time, partner. I know there's a chance you might come back tomorrow. If you're not up for it or you can't, we got you. No worries. Uh, And uh, I would encourage you out there to send Sal and his family some good vibes. I think they could use it right now. So hopefully you're hanging in there, Sal. All right. The... uh... (laughs) You know, yesterday was good. Yesterday was fun. I opened up the show and talked about how the New York Knicks stunningly somehow have transformed into the best-run franchise in the city. And I stand by it, and I mean it. Further illuminated, excuse me, illuminated last night, you know, no OG, no Randall, you know, tired. They played the night before. I know, so did Utah. And the Knicks just absolutely whack them. And paste them. And that matchup on Thursday against the Pacers and the Lakers on Saturday could be a lot of fun. Knicks are rolling. So, I was feeling so good. And I'm still feeling good. Really good about the Knicks. And then this stupid article from The Athletic. And it's not a diss on their work. It's stupid because it changes my entire mood. Now, my mood and my ride in, my process before before our show, is that I've got generally between 50... And, you know, an hour and five, 50 minutes in an hour and five getting in on my commute. And I always listen to Boomer and Geo. Not all of it, but I definitely pop in. I do like to get some music in, you know, therapeutically set the mind up to battle with my guy Sal because it gets loud in here. So I got to be ready, right? But I obviously want to catch a lot of their show. And I do that today after a little music. And I hear Geo talking about this article from The Athletic. And I got to tell you. I, I think this is not exactly breaking news. We, we've all known that the Jets have been historically the, the worst-run franchise in our city. Um, it's the gift that just keeps on giving. You know the list. I don't need to run down the comedy of errors because we all know it. But Ningle's been doing it for decades. We know. I have news for you. I am now beginning to look at the next season coming up as as basically I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost bereft of any hope that the Jets can stumble upon success. And you know why? It's not even a personnel thing. It's not about, well, the old line or the lack of a number two receiver. Yeah, that stuff matters. When you read this article, the one thing that I thought Robert Sala had, because I, I know he's not a good coach. I mean, that, that we know. That is wildly apparent from his, you know, ridiculous press conferences where he says nothing to the penalties which he accepts, to the way he subverted his young pick, Zach Wilson, going back, his confidence, going back to the Mike White stuff. There's nothing that that the coach has done 
that shouts anything remotely good. Except that I, I do think he's a good person, which obviously does matter. I think he's a horrendous coach. Horrendous. This article paints him in an even worse light. Because what I never thought he would be, never thought he'd be paranoid. I never thought he'd be so desperate to change narratives that would infiltrate how he coaches. And apparently he does. They have no hope with this guy. They will not win anything with Robert Sava. They're not even at all. Listen, I think you guys know me by now. If anything, I sometimes skew too positively, right, with certain things, the unkillable stuff. And all right. And I believed it then, but I was wrong. I'll own it. But I'm not a negative person. Like, I don't wake up and come in here and just tell you that nothing is going to be good on the New York sports scene. Despite the darkness that we've been handed for a good part of the last 15, 20 years by almost every team here. So I am generally painting things, if I can, somewhat positively. There is nothing about the Jets that I now, nothing that I can point to and say, here is why I think they can actually do something. Even if Rodgers is the MVP, because the first, and here's the problem with Salah, and I didn't think this was the case. The first moment of turmoil, that first little bump of turbulence, which happens to everybody. Hell, look at the Eagles. What were they, 10 and 1? Things fell apart. How they react to the turbulence? They fell apart. They, they, they just they bombed. They imploded. Um, uh, uh, not, not quite, you know, an incredible, um, uh, an incredible endorsement of their direction. But the Giants were pretty much the antithesis where they started out horrendously. They lost 40 to zip. They were playing horrible football. That third game against the Niners, awful. And at least the Giants were able to stabilize. Now, things with, 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 with obviously Wink and the head coach, that, that's a different set of circumstances. But the Giants during their turbulent period showed that they play hard, they play together, and they piece together some wins with a third-string quarterback. I have to read you a few of these things here because the way this is described by 30 sources around the New York Jets, in and around the team, the building, these sources describe a team riddled with excuse-making, a paranoid head coach, an ill-equipped offensive coordinator, and an organizational tunnel vision on the quarterback that rubbed people the wrong way. Now, this is not about going through chapter and verse, you know, uh, they've lost, you know, five games by 20 points or more or Salvo's record. That That is almost small potatoes at this point. What I am now seeing and what I am able to deduce from this article, which is scathing. I mean, it. It's, I don't want to say it's a hatchet piece with intention because I don't think the athletic went, went after it with this angle. I don't. I, I, I respect the, the integrity of the journalism. I think what they wanted to do was do a deeper dive around somebody interesting, Rodgers. And the more people they spoke to, the more they're like, wow, this place is an absolute disaster. It's absolutely worse than we thought. Right? So listen to this. There is a situation where multiple people said that basically they didn't even watch film from an offensive point of view. How many times did you hear about the Jets being out-efforted, out-schemed? Well, I'll tell you. Well, Al Lazard went on the record with it, and he said that. Garrett Wilson said, quote, what happened this season can't happen. We've got to make adjustments. These are things we knew. What we didn't really know is this stuff. Behind closed doors, the vibes weren't always positive, especially when Sala would see negative press reports. Okay, so before I read a little bit more, I want you to understand 
what the head coach, according to this detailed report, is worried about while the season's going up in flames. He's worried, now I'm just going to read this, and I'll give you my commentary. He would often bring up, in his mind, how the Giants don't get as much negative coverage as the Jets, calling it unfair. He would point to negative press reports, despite projecting a positive vibe only mantra. And those are my words, right? So let me get this straight. You got the head coach who's embattled, who's won nothing, who's shown no signs that he belongs at all. He's actually on pace to be the worst Jets coach of all time. And that is, that. let's face it, people, that's hard to do. I mean, that is, that is actually quite the accomplishment. If he actually goes down, like statistically, win-loss win record as the worst Jets coach of all time, that's not a co-type because, I mean, I think you have to erect a statue for him for being so bad. You know, generally we we hang numbers and, and send things to the Raptors and, you know, we sculpt out things, uh, you know, uh, to carve out these memories that will be seared in our minds visually forever. You know, we have it come to life with a picture or, or a statue. If he stays on this path, they need to build a statue for being that bad. But that's one that that's only one aspect here. The most disconcerting part of all of this is that when we're sitting on our couch, and we didn't know this in real time, we couldn't possibly know this. We're sitting there saying, all right, this bum-ass offensive line, probably give up five sacks today. Maybe they could piece together a win. All right. Garrett Wilson, no help. Maybe he can go for 11 and a buck 30 and two touchdowns, and they could somehow win. This defense, which is really good, Maybe they can force, I don't know, three or four turnovers like the Giants did against the Commanders when they had six that game. Maybe they could pull that out of their hat and they can win a game they're not supposed to win. But we never really pointed to anything tangible like they're going to win because of the coach. Nobody thought that. If anything, they just thought he was alone for the ride. What's most problematic about this article is that apparently he's actually a negative. He's a negative. He was never going to outduel or outwit Bill Belichick. I mean, that's certainly asking for too much. Or even McDaniel schematically with the Dolphins and their weapons, and you know some of these other teams. I, I, God forbid, we ever were graced with that gift. We, we just were hoping that this coach would be able to motivate, you know, and keep things together, and he didn't. Why is he here still? I'm dead serious. Why is he still the coach? And this is not a regurgitation. Oh, they should have hired Harbaugh. Like, I see this, and I want to know, Woody Johnson, who's pretty hands-on, you know, he tweets, he's, he sits in on meetings. How does he not see this? How is this accepted? Listen to this. The Giants-Jets stuff to me, that this would be intimated, is absolutely Pathetic. So, again, as the season's going up in flames, he's worried about that the Jets are getting worse coverage than the Giants. I got news for you. You deserve it. (laughs) You've earned it, dude. Last year you sucked. Last year the Giants won a row playoff game. It's called equity. It's called fan equity, dude. You know, like, 
more more commonly translated, when your team does well, the fans generally are a little more tolerant. And that seeps into the media. And rightfully so. But I'll tell you this much, Coach Sala. You know, the Gettleman stuff, he, he, he was not spared, you know. The McAdoo stuff, starting with his press conference with the jacket. He wasn't spared. Joe Judge, I mean, the reason Joe Judge got fired is because he talked his way out of a job. We picked up on it. I take no pleasure in this, and, and I'm certainly part of it, you know, small part of it. And, uh, you never want to see somebody get fired, but he just kept saying things, and we kept talking about it, and people kept writing about it, and he got fired. That's called negative press. Think about that. I'm actually disgusted. I am, I am, I am, first of all, I'm flabbergasted that he would worry about such petty stuff. He'll never be a good coach. 877-337-6666. I mean, so, you know, I've told you, and me and Sal talk about this, my Sunday routine, right? I'll go get the sandwiches, a little roast beef, extra mutts, roasted red peppers, a little oil vinegar, ginger ale. Sit down and watch the Jets. And the team that I know, basically, because we can't score, it's bad enough we basically have no chance to win. But you sit there, and again, in real time, not knowing this until this comes out, and I'm assuming this is true. This is an outstanding journalistic report. All right? You're watching this team, and the coach that you're watching is more worried about the coverage that the Giants are not getting. That is sad. That is the highest level of sadness. I will never trust him, and if they win, they will win in spite of him. That's it. Spite of him. He has no chance to succeed here. None. Oh, and there's more in the article. That's just the appetizer. Wow. Oh, my God. All right. This guy, listen, I would say he never calls the station. He calls the other station a lot, which bothers me. Uh, he's a great guy. I know him. He hasn't called me in years. I'm going to put him up. He's actually the first caller. That's Ira in Staten Island, who is a great person and a great Jets fan. But, Ira, hold on. Ira is known as incredibly Positive to the point where it's ridiculous, dude. If you are calling with an unrational positive take on this, you, I'm going to hang up on you. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, good morning. Good to talk to you. No, no, you're right. You're right. But I've gotten better as I've gotten older. There we go, Ira. I have. I have. I have. I mean, you could talk to Joe off the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I, you, I, and Joe, I, you and Joe are tight. I, 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 I've learned. Yeah. But this is. Just and by the way, so- I hope you're doing well, man. It's been a long time. You okay? Yeah, thank God everything's good. Attaboy. I'm working part-time, and I'm glad to hear you. Good. But, you know, you, you are so right on every point you bring bring up. And I wish I was wrong. I wish Sala was the guy, but he's not. And he's never going to get us to where we need to go. And that's a sad state. And for me to say that, it's really bad. And you know what? There's just so many issues going on over there at that organization. Is that even with Rodgers, if Rodgers came back and he looked like he was 25, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, is Salah ever going to outcoach a big-time coach? Is he in a big spot? Is he going to outcoach Andy Reid? No. Is he gonna, you know, no, right, exactly. So, I don't know if he can outcoach me at this point. 
No, this is going to be rinse and repeat like we've watched for the last 30, 40 years. And next year, when they make the move and they clean out the whole organization yep. and Rodgers goes, they're going to have to draft the quarterback. They're going to have to get a first-time head coach, one of these coordinators that we don't know about. We're going to get a new general manager. It's just I, 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 hope, that, I hope I'm wrong and I hope the thing is different. But right now, I have a sickening feeling that next year, you know, listen, maybe they win their eight games, but at the end of the day, they're not getting where we expect well, them I, to I re- get. Well, let's be honest, man. Get. Let's be totally honest. And, Ira, thanks for the call. It's good to hear. It's been, I mean, it's been years. Thank you. Um, any success that the Jets have in 2024, and I do, I do believe because there's talent that they can have success, let me be very clear. It will be in spite of the coach. They will get lucky and stumble upon it. Think about this. Again, you're in the midst of a, a season where everybody, everybody, from HBO to the Canton Hall of Fame game, which I was at, to the, you know, every day with Stephen A. and the first take crew, national, national pub, national run, right? You are the story. And as things are imploding beyond recognition, and listen, you can't control Rodgers getting hurt, and it sucks, but... He's worried about those things. What do you think that he's thinking about when he's got to make a decision in the game when it's a stressful moment? <laughs> well, I mean, what do you think? It's this. This is just. I mean, this might be among the saddest commentaries I've ever read of any New York sports coach. Honestly, I, 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 I know that there were worse situations. Like, there's been certainly worse teams, and the co tight stuff was a mess, and. Some of those really, really horrendous Met teams. I'm sure those clubhouses were a disaster. But, jeez, they just they have the wrong guy. They have the wrong guy. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal here on The Fan. Inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Friends of Town Fair reminded that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And I promise you, I woke up in a phenomenal point of view. I, I felt great today. Got a good night's sleep. Kids went to bed finally, like kind of early, fairly early. You know, was able to lay in bed and watch TV with, TV with my wife. Like just a night. Had a nice, she made shrimp dinner. It was great. Came back from basketball practice. We had a good practice. Yesterday's show was awesome. The Knicks are rolling. I watched the Knicks. They destroy another team. They, the Garden's going insane. DiVincenzo, I mean, it looks like basically got uh, Clay Thompson. Everything's good. And then this comes out. And this comes, and the it bothers me. It bothers me so much because these are so detectable. If 30 people that were approached and contributed to this very thorough investigative piece, if they know this, if they see this, if they tell us, how does the owner not know this and see this? And if he does, how does he turn a blind eye, not move on from Salah and hire, I don't know, Jim Harbaugh? BT and Sal on the fan.